And hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is the Tuesday after the NASCAR race at Sonoma, um, June 8th. And it's Pride Month, of course. Um, second episode of Pride Month, woohoo. And we have a, uh, we have a guest today. Um, we're going to highlight a member of the NASCAR community, um, Dylan Tucker at DAT Designs from Twitter. Hello, hello. So if you want to talk about, um, or just introduce yourself first, um, no one knows you. Yeah. Uh, hello, my name is Dylan. Um, yeah, I'm just a big NASCAR fan, so, uh, and I'm bisexual, so I guess uh, if you're going to highlight me, that's important to note. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been into motorsports pretty much my entire life, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very big part of my life so thanks guys thanks guys for having me this is awesome yeah, yeah of, course. of course um when did you start like designing cars because i know you've like apparently you have this whole like fictional series that is now in like the year 2024 which i just yeah. found out about oh my gosh um so talk about like when you started painting and um yeah um it was it's a few years ago now uh thanks late 2016 if my timeline is correct and my brain is working which is a rare occasion Um, (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah about then I was you know being engrossed in the NR2003 community for so long I've I've been playing that game for as long as I've been a motorsports fan so just being engrossed in it and seeing all the custom cars that people would make you know I just kind of started to be like you know what I want to do that. Yeah. So started cool. to kind of self-teach myself, looked up a few tutorials, but just tried to learn it myself. And, you know, as, as you do when you're starting out your garbage, which I was <laughs> absolutely terrible, so, but yeah. you know, if, o- over the years, I think I've gotten all right. Yeah. That's really the great thing about NR 2003. It's so accessible. Anyone can do it. It's free. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, I feel like it's not that hard to learn like most people like it takes a little bit of effort of course but um a lot of people can do it which is great i said this on the i said this on the episode we had davin on i didn't have any experience and i made like a couple schemes just for fun i think they're pretty good so it's really accessible for sure right plus you've got 18 years of documentation right with with this tight-knit and each community you know there's so much you can find Mm mm-hmm yeah, and our 2003 community is well. It's interesting, but sometimes sometimes <laughs> I, stuff I, I, happens, and I'm just, like, oh, "What?" Is yeah, that? I was gonna say maybe don't call it great. <laughs> I feel like, like you're my lawn, you kids. Positive. It's crazy, but that's a that's another that's a whole other topic. Um, that's a yeah. Dylan, you are the first uh, bisexual first meet Pat on the podcast, so that's mm-hmm. like a main that's a huge reason why I really wanted to get you on. Um, and you're you're very underrated in the design you community. Are underrated. I feel. Like you don't have many followers compared to like you know drive through and Zach even. Um, so, like, do you, are you like wanting like a following for like schemes you post, or is it just for fun? Like, yeah, you only like, have 183 followers. Y'all go follow yeah. him. What the hell? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, my question is like, do you? Just like, why do you join Motorsports Twitter exactly? Is my question. Um, well, first off, I appreciate the kind of words, really. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I 
well, following's never really been a big part right. of why I do things. You know, it's just if if I find something fun and I enjoy it, I just want to do it. And so, you know, designing is actually just a hobby. I just, you know, as much as I design and all the posts and stuff I do about it and how passionate I'm about it, I, it's not mm -hmm. even what I plan on making my career. So, you know, it's, a, it's just a hobby I do. I, f I find it a lot of fun and, you know, joins motorsports Twitter. I just wanted to get a, a Twitter mainly to a because that was kind of where more updates and stuff were happening for like NASCAR right. news and motorsports news and stuff. So I, I joined it for that and then found the community as I went along, you know, I've like left found lefty like very early on right. Gavin, and then, you know, obviously ended up with a more tight knit community with like you guys and yeah. all of that. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm absolutely um, loving like these um fictional like cars. Like the Colic 01 car. That's such a good idea. <laughs> that is that makes me feel really happy. I don't know. Yeah, why. I came up with that car long before they started using the 16. So I that's smart. Yeah. You know. Cause there I I imagine they're gonna be a two-car team like eventual, I don't know though, charters, but <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um Let's see. So you live in the Chicagoland area. Um, I wanted to ask, like you, first of all, how did you get into motorsports? And then how do you feel about Chicagoland Speedway kind of not existing, it seems? Um, man, how did I get into motorsports? I honestly <laughs> cannot tell you like a definitive way I got into it because I've just been into it literally my entire life. And if you think I'm exaggerating, my first memories in life, my first couple of memories in life are of NASCAR. That's crazy. Watching wow. NASCAR races. A lot like of my I, early memories are kind of like that too, like watching it with my dad. Yeah. Like, Same here. And Jeff yes, Gordon. That's what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Because I think I had like a little are Jeff Gordon winning. Yeah. My first couple of memories are Jeff Gordon winning. So that's, that's probably how so I ended up insane. being a fan of him. That's so insane. So, I've, I assume it probably had something to do with my dad because he's he's been a huge like car enthusiast and you know mm. motorsports aficionado for a very for a very long time. I mean he grew up in Richard Petty's era. You know he watched he watched him racing the Superbird and stuff like that, and so he kind of engrossed me into that car culture. So he's the reason I love cars and racing so much. So I assume that's probably he had a part in it. I'm just too young for, I was just too young to remember it now. And then cool. uh, as for the second part, as part of, as far as uh, Chicagoland, um, man, it's, it really is devastating for me because that's, that's where I went to my first race too. That's where most of my races I've gone to have been, you know, I remember the first race I went to, I watched Mark Martin win one of his last races, right? Like that was oh, wow. just, such a big deal it's always been such a huge huge place for me and you know for it for it to be gone I just I hope it comes back you know it's not right. it's not North Wilkesboro or Rockingham yet so <laughs> yeah that's the thing though it, yeah hopefully it, it won't get there mm -hmm. I mean even if like the cup series doesn't do it maybe make it a truck race or an experience or IndyCar or IndyCar. I'm just saying, yeah. when you are ovals, <laughs> let's go. 
every every single race IndyCar had there ended up in like a nose to nose finish. Yeah, so, let's do it. You know, That's true. Consider it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but having the Chicago street course thing going on is uh, leaves me a little hopeful. Right. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm not too far from Juliet, and I'm not too far from Chicago. So either way, if if one of them happens, I just you know want to race here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, we just have one more question for you. Um, so you said you're bisexual, um, and you know Zach and I are gay. It's like we kind of know what it's like to be the minority between with race fans who are mainly straight people. How does that has that impacted you at all? Do you think being bisexual within the racing community? Uh, actually, not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest. Um, I mean, it's the biggest impact has been when I joined Motorsports Twitter and I, you know, I found you and more people like me and stuff. Yeah, um, but, that's what I was going to kind of ask. Like, I, I feel like every queer person on racing Twitter has had the same experience of like, oh, yeah. no one else queer watches the sport. And then you go on Twitter and like, <laughs> yeah, what? <right. laughs> yeah, exactly. suddenly there's hundreds of them and yeah. all of that and pride schemes being made and all that. Right. But, you know, as, as far as like, you know, I don't have like the horror stories of discrimination or anything like that. Even, even outside of racing, I don't really have that because, you know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm not open. I just don't tell people about it. Like there's literally Mm -hmm. three, only three people in my personal life that know about it. And two of them are my parents. (laughs) So, you know, it's, I haven't experienced what other people have experienced which, mm-hmm. you know, for once I'm thankful for, but also I try like not to talk about it because I, I just feel like I'm not, you know, if I don't have that experience, who am I to talk about it? Yeah. Right. That makes sense. That. Well, cool. Is there anything else you'd like to ask Zach? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I okay. feel like I did, but no, I don't think it was important. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Pride Month. Um, you should all go follow Dylan Yeah, follow him. Oh my God. Guys. Like, he better have 300 followers by the time <laughs> I look Friday. I'm just saying. That's my challenge to the, the, the viewers, the listeners. Listeners. But yeah, um, thank you so much, right. Dylan. Um, you take care. Um, have a good rest of the Pride Month. Enjoy the All-Star Race, hopefully. <laughs> oh, I won't. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> uh, all right, I, thank wish, you I wish it was during the afternoon so I could watch the IndyCar race instead and have an excuse to not watch it yeah, mm. yeah. but anyways I won't take a more, more of your guys time have a fun pride month thank all right, you so thank much, you for so much all right. yeah thank you bye, bye. see ya right. so NASCAR um mm-hmm that two, happened. We have two things on our notes. And yes. it could have applied to literally any other week. The Fox broadcast was terrible and Kyle Larson won. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's um, a NASCAR race in a nutshell right there, man. I've never much. been listen, here's the thing. I have never been this unexcited by a Kyle Larson win. Yeah. And it's not even I, if the race was like bad. I mean the race like, wasn't bad. I just it don't wasn't. care anymore, man. Yeah. 
Um, so Zach requests we talk about NASCAR before F1 because he had a lot to say. So I that had was... nothing to say, honestly, besides like the Fox, besides about the bro- Fox broadcast, because that disaster. I didn't but... have a lot to say. I just had a, something funny to say, but it didn't turn out that funny. So, mm. <laughs> oh, well. I tried. Um, so, yeah, let, let's talk about Sonoma a little bit. Um, this race was very okay. Yeah. Um, the actual like racing, like side mm-hmm. by side. I'm trying racing. to steer clear of mentioning the broadcast right now, but it's so hard. Uh, yeah. It, the stuff it was Fox good. wanted they to were... show us. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of side by side stuff. And um, I don't know. Kyle Larson was really impressive because he's Kyle he... Larson. He's the best race car driver in the world, obviously. He's invincible, according to a certain NASCAR (laughs) YouTuber. Um, Fucking invincible. Unless you put a damn microphone in front of his face, but none of my business. So, let's start at the carousel. I'm not a fan of the carousel. Oh, yeah, this was your first carousel race watching. Yeah. I I actually kind of liked it, because I kind of liked... I didn't feel like this in 2019, but I think that's because they had Mm -hmm. the giant-ass spoilers. Um, Mm. 2019, I liked... Or 2021, 20, I kind of liked how turn, what, six and seven were? Mm-hmm. Like those two turns after that, basically the drag strip. Right. Why did you not like it? I just felt like there wasn't much going on there. Yeah, no, it, that's fair. Because the old the old turns, it's turn four? It was I turn think. four where yeah. they like almost hit the fucking wall. Yeah, like that was just so much more exciting to me. Yeah. And then like the shot of the cars, like they have the camera there and they just come zooming by it. Yeah. That was really cool to me. This this might just be part of the broadcast. I don't know. They had like the drone flying over through it. I'm like, I don't. I they got to get rid of the drone, showing. man. I'm so over that fucking like, drone, like maybe, man. Like maybe that's why I didn't like it was the broadcast, which we're gonna talk more about that, obviously. Um. I don't know. I just wasn't impressed with it it's like why did we cut out the best corner on the track no yeah i still like the short course better don't get me wrong either Um, and i still don't even know if i like the carousel i was just kind of Mm -hmm. liking what like there were some crossovers that's really what i liked Mm -hmm. but like the turn four thing and then like then turn seven was still a passing zone Mm -hmm. um you know on the short course that that's Mm -hmm. i like that yeah yeah i'm not that thick of a fan um and also, yeah. I think, and this is why I like the Watkins Glen layout, how it is. I right. feel like for road courses and NASCAR, the track should just be shorter than they... Right. Like, just keep them as short as it makes sense. Like, right. that doesn't mean, okay, we can't go to Coda. It just means, like, we don't need to make Sonoma overly a long track when the short right. course works fine. I like think the, the Watkins Glen's perfect. I don't is. think we need to add the boot. I feel like that would actually no. take... Because, like, think about fans I used, at the track. I used to... I used to be on that train, like, oh, we need to add the boot, but I, I didn't know what that even really meant. Yeah. People were just saying it. But now I'm like, I don't think NASCAR needs it. The track's perfect. It's I think probably the, one of the best races every year. The boot, I feel, I don't know. I've run it a few times within like an IMSA kind of car, but it just doesn't mm-hmm. really, oh, on a video game. Just <laughs> I didn't hop in an IMSA car. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, it just doesn't seem like it really adds anything right. like that's the thing don't make the track longer if it doesn't add anything right like and i don't think the carousel adds anything it doesn't really add anything because like any kind of action that we get in turn six and seven well we probably would have gotten that into turn seven anyways so just saying yeah um um so first let's talk about kyle larson because i have a lot to say about the fox 
Oh, um, I thought you were about to say you have a lot to say about Kyle Larson. I'm like, okay, me. No, not really. <laughs> um, so our friend Matt Weaver put an article out and it was like a little quote in there that's like, Kyle Larson is like the greatest thing in motorsports right now. Something roughly like that. Um, and he's right. Okay. Like he's Very right. right. I, you and I questioned that at the start of the season. Oh, my dumbass didn't even put him in the final four. I can't believe yeah. that. So. so you and I were like mocking people at NASCAR at NBC for putting him in the yeah. final four. I thought he was going to run the way he did in the 42. He was jumping into Jimmy Johnson's yeah. ride, which I thought was going to be bad. But you know, we were wrong. But I will in, admit that. To be fair, I think we also mm-hmm. underestimated Hendrick. True. And like, Larson was out of the car for a year. Yeah, like Chase Elliott was good last year, but like Hendrick wasn't like that good. Right. So... Matt was getting some flack for this on Twitter. And I think a lot of that is just people who are still, rightfully so, upset over what Larson said last year. Yeah. But take that out of the equation. Kyle Larson is by far the best driver in America right now. Like, in stock cars and dirt races, if you just look at that, take out open wheel, take out IndyCar. Right. Kyle Larson's going to be a threat to win in a dirt car or in a stock car right mm-hmm. now with NASCAR. There's no question. He's getting the best out of his equipment every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's in the best car right now, and he's winning. Like, oh, yeah. he's. He, I mean, he could have won five straight races if things played yep. differently. And, you know, there's a lot of people who say in bad faith, like, oh, Kyle Larson's the greatest of all time. They, they're just saying that to say that. Yeah. But, like, this quote from Matt here, that is out of stats and facts yeah I feel. it's not like saying noah gregson's yeah. the best race car driver of all time right with his right. two xfinity wins <laughs> like yeah because like before the season even started you had people saying kyle larson's the greatest of all time we're, they were saying it while he was out of the car <laughs> right right <laughs> like, and it's like where and now we're seeing that there is some truth to that See what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. a difference between January saying that to now June. To now, five straight top two finishes, or I, yeah, five straight yeah. top two finishes. I think. Like you know, there's some people on Twitter, which you know, Twitter. I've been, cut, I've cut my t- Twitter usage in half. By the way, I'm so happy. Alex is on there like what <laughs> ten minutes a week at this point. It's very little. Ten minutes but, outside um, of the race, like. <laughs> yeah. So. I forgot what I was even saying. Sorry, but. <laughs> But no, it's like, there's a, it just makes sense now to say that. Yeah. You know? The whole Kyle and, Larson stuff. Oh, I know so what I was hard. saying. Okay. People, on tw- people on Twitter, people on Twitter. Are, are saying, Kyle Larson's not the greatest of all time because he said this is, that's not, has nothing to do with what he does on track. Right? Yeah. He is still a phenomenon. Phenomenon. Right? Sure. Like. Don't ask me. I don't know how to say the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't don't try pronouncing that, Zach. We'll be here for another five minutes. <laughs> I'll leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, uh, that was me. I'm sorry. No, um, it was funny. <laughs> I'm not actually uh, offended. Okay. But yeah, it's Kyle Larson's really good. He should probably win the championship this year, but with the format, who knows? I will laugh if he doesn't. That'd be very funny. For the people who are saying that in January. I'm gonna need a stiff drink. But... <laughs> I feel I feel bad for you, but that's about it. <laughs> I, I um, God, but yeah. <laughs> I don't um, know what to say. So, do you have anything to say about Kyle Larson? 
besides actually no because that race okay. was kind of boring to me because it's like oh okay. another caution is going to come out cool yep. none your of that tweet, meant anything your tweet about this is nascar but the caution flag the caution lights the pace that, car the caution flag <laughs> i we treat so that funny. every time i feel like there's too many fucking cautions in this race i we tweeted it like five times at this point i retweeted it like twice yesterday it's funny oh my god um, i'm so exhausted from it the and elephant then in him, the room him oh. winning sorry i didn't mean to cut you off him winning no, races means absolutely nothing we've been over this i don't need to complain yeah. about it i'm at the point where i just kind of i just kind of have the race on yeah uh so the elephant in the room fox sports so let me start with this. I at the put, start it of the season, put it yeah, out. Put it out. Look at this guy flipping, man. <laughs> start of the season, I was a. I was. I liked the Fox Sports coverage. I was one of the only people saying that. Remember? Yeah. And you were like, "You're crazy." I liked it at Homestead. Yeah, you didn't agree with me. Wait, what? You liked it a little bit, but you were still like, "I like the Clint Boyer stuff," but I don't think yeah. I liked the actual. Never mind, keep going. I don't know. But um, but yeah, so I at Homestead, they were like very informative. It was very good. Um, my bird is screaming in the living room, if you can hear that. Uh <laughs> she was like, Zach, you you did say that. I remember. Someone's gonna um, make a bunch of clips of me saying, like, oh, I don't remember that, and it's like me saying it. <laughs> Someone could do that. Sorry, keep going out. But Fox at Homestead was really good. They had like literal graphs that were like oh, they've never period. done that before they had graphs yeah you're right no you're right alex I, yeah, I, yeah okay you're right and like atlanta was pretty good the fox broadcast and you know was jeff it? gordon he hasn't done that good in the fox booth but with clint boyer he is actually like exactly. there yeah i he, i always agree with is, that boyer has brought jeff gordon to a whole other level in the yeah. fox booth that's why this has been one of the best Fox years in a long time. However, <laughs> However. Uh, something happened. I don't know what changed, but it has gone downhill fast. Mike Joy doesn't even try anymore. I don't I noticed him. that. He really doesn't care. Mike just... Joy is, I love Mike Joy. He's the best. Larry Max, the best part of the Fox coverage. Mike Joy is the second best part. Yeah. And Mike is like, he tried keeping. Jeff and Boyer, calm, making them, you know, focus. He's given up on that, right? Like, he can't, he can't keep them together. Jeff and Boyer are, like, in a competition now to make the other laugh harder. Dick measuring contest right Literally. here. Literally, yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, in the, in the pre-race coverage, they were doing Michael Waltrip's gridwalk thing that was Chris Myers, Gordon, and Boyer. That was... So I put a tweet out saying, this is how Fox thinks we're watching this. It's like Patrick from SpongeBob laughing to TV. Right. But then like, this is how we actually watch it. And it's Squidward looking like, I can't fucking handle this anymore. Right. Like, and that got like 300 likes or something. I was talking about the gridwalk. I wasn't even talking about the broadcast yet. But then the broadcast starts. Terrible. Absolutely awful. The ticker was all over the place. Oh, yeah. The ticker was so fucked up. At one point, Jeff Gordon's like, but why is he in that spot? It says he's in fifth, but... Yeah, I remember that fourth. he was confused. And, and I'm like, Mike Joy just said what happened. Mike Joy just said it. Brad Keselowski had a penalty. Were you not listening? Like, your your job... What's not clicking? Jeff Gordon, 
Jeff Gordon, your job is to follow this. And I get it. The ticker was broken. That's probably what he was looking at. Yeah, because with double file restarts, they have to freeze like, it. I'm because, thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking in my head, like, Mike Joyce said this like three minutes ago. Bob Pachris said this on Twitter like six minutes ago. <laughs> and like, you are still back here. Like, it was so frustrating. Like, and by the way, Larry was the highlight of this race, as always. As always. Like, he's like begging these guys. I can't, I can't, I can't do it, Alex. I can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say can't. it. I'm going to say it, Zach. Larry is begging them to come to pit road. <laughs> so, I'm running out of my house, man. I can't. Yep. yep. So, and it was street. funny that it was funny because Larry was like having these strategies. And, and they weren't coming at first. Right. They were. They were. Went like to when they should have. <laughs> right. They were. Chase Elliott was not coming when he should have. And Larry they, was like, nah, they got to come, man. They were on the edge of Stop! coming down pit road. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, my but God. But I don't know. But then they had the, the last restart and they're like, oh, they're all going to stay out, right? They're all going to stay out. I'm thinking, no. Who thinks this? Like, but then they all came in the pit road and they all acted shocked. I said on Twitter, like before this, like Fox is just saying this to build up drama for the viewer. And then you're going to act shocked when they all pit, right? And guess what? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. It is, it was embarrassing. Like I could not watch this race. And I, I message a friend. I'm like, so I'm going to start watching NASCAR the way they want us to. I'm going to start laughing when there's a wreck. So then Anthony Alfredo stuck, was stuck or whatever. So I sent a picture of like Squidward laughing going, ha, he, he's stuck. That's so funny. That's how NASCAR wants us to watch. It's, it's like a comedy. It is what, really like entertainment. Like we have to be belly laughing like, the entire race. <laughs> Jesus. Like, we're supposed to be, this is supposed to be a comedy hour. I don't know. It's like literally was, a reality show. It's like, I'm trying to, show. I'm trying to enjoy a race and I'm watching some stand-up comedy. Like, you know, we had Jay Leno last week, so like, it shouldn't be a surprise. Like, but. Uh, imagine Drive to Survive NASCAR. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's a. It wouldn't be that serious though. Like if it was a documentary, it would be all the mm -hmm. fucking like. It'd be like either comedy or drama, like fifty percent mm -hmm. comedy, fifty percent drama, and it's all fake. It's just all. Imagine fake. drive to drive to survive, but with a laughing track in the background. Oh my god! <laughs> or That's like what make, they would make Kyle Larson like leading like three hundred laps so dramatic. Because mm -hmm. they'll they'll use a clip from like lap one seventy five to describe it right. with like five to go and like okay right anyways. so we had another thing with uh, Eric Eastep made a video after the six hundred about TV broadcasts uh, I didn't watch Fox it and, Fox NBC it was a really good video um, and he's pointed out that Ross Chastain blew an engine at the Coke six hundred he was a top ten car Fox didn't really talk about it he just kind of breezed over it right. Yeah, they talked about it a but little then, bit, I think. But or then he compared someone. he compared that with uh, Graham Rahal's crash in the Indy 500 the same day. And the NBC booth was freaking now making how big of a deal it was. Like, it was a huge deal that someone wrecked out of the race. 
Well, Fox just kind of, you know, breezed over oh, it. Fox oh, Fox just seems out of the race. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyways. Because, and I think that has to do with the format, too, in NASCAR. Oh, that's just it, where it, I was going with it. Because oh. it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking it doesn't matter. matter. Kyle Larson could fucking do flips and shits next week. Yep. Or in two weeks. He could shit his pants in the car and fucking finish yep. 40th, and it does not matter. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Fox's portion of the schedule is so meaningless. Yeah, because they have it, it no means stakes. nothing. Yeah, there's no stakes, so they're just out here chilling. They can make some jokes. They can laugh some. Like laughs. they don't even talk about the playoff bubble. They don't even show it. To no, us. so it's like you well, it doesn't matter yet. And well, yeah, honestly, it doesn't matter yet. Like that's kind of a thing that we're with NBC's part of the schedule. Okay, there's yep. ten races left, so let's. <laughs> and. And so we switched to NBC, not this weekend because it's the All-Star Race, but the weekend after in Nashville. NBC, although I have issues with them, they have two people in the booth and they yell a lot. You can't understand them. They take ah. it seriously. <laughs> they, take it, they take it more seriously than Fox does, right? And I know they're like, the playoff bubble, what's going on? Okay, but right. like, actually, they care about it. They care about what's going they almost on. Have, they hyper-focus on the playoff bubble. So it's like the other right. end of the spectrum. Right, right. And I think that's mainly because of the format. Because, like, that's how, they're, that's how they have to do yeah. it, I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. NBC is going to be so much better than the past, like, five weeks of Fox, I feel. Just because they're actually going to care. Um, and that, you know, I really like... Fox had a really good start to the season. But these last five races have been a circus... Maybe that's what NASCAR wants. They want a circus because this is all entertainment. I'm hoping Fox doesn't come back in the twenty after 2024 because oh this is this is a joke. It it's is a really joke. a joke. And you know CBS is going to make an offer. Like they're making an offer on anything motorsports right now. So they're gonna they're gonna try. They want the Daytona 500. I bet. So right. You know we can cross our fingers. <laughs> but, I yeah. I that's mean I, my tangent about yeah, Fox. Part of me can't. Part of me doesn't blame Fox because it's just like. Well, NASCAR mm-hmm. has gone in this direction where it's not a serious racing series, and right people on Twitter are like, mm-hmm. "Talladega Nights has led to the decline of NASCAR." No, no, actually, it. I, I, I yeah. mean, it might have enforced some stereotypes, but I think if NASCAR wants to be treated treated like a serious racing series, then they should be a serious racing series. Talladega Nights had nothing to do with that. I'm just saying, it, right. it just didn't. Like, so yeah, that's the other thing that was coming up. People, apparently in the pre-race, whoever did the command or whatever said that he thought NASCAR ended after Talladega Nights or something. I don't know. Oh, that's where that came from? Okay. Yeah, he, he apparently said that in the pre-race and then it's like, it blew up. And this has been said before on Twitter before about Talladega Nights. Um, it's a goofy movie. It's satire. Um, yeah. Like, if we didn't want this stereotype nascar shouldn't have gone with it then because i remember seeing talladega nights as a kid i probably shouldn't have seen that as a kid that's not a kid damn alex (laughs) (laughs) but like i really enjoyed it i didn't think i was being made fun of for being a race fan it's a nascar movie like it's it's a nascar movie and like you know you had the you had larry mack and you had the well, not Larry's, not just Larry. You had all the Fox booth. You had the NBC booth at the time. Like they were all in there, and it was like 
It was I cool. don't think it was making fun of NASCAR. Like yeah. it's a satire. Like there's some jokes. But, I mean, I mean, honestly, there are there were some parts of the NASCAR culture that were. I mean, they're true. Right. And we we all know that. We're not gonna act like it doesn't exist. Like okay, right. there's a bunch of rednecks here. Okay, we get it. Yeah. So, like I, if NASCAR's only problem was Talladega Nights, they wouldn't have been changing the format every single year. They wouldn't be changing the aero package every single year. They wouldn't be doing this and that. Like, come on. It's pretty obvious to me that that has nothing to do with it. Because Talladega Nights came out, what? Like, right around the peak of the TV viewership? Yeah. And then what also was going on at that time? They had introduced a chase like a year, a year or two, year or two prior, and then they introduced a car of tomorrow, yeah, like shortly after that too. The and then you know there were too many changes going on, and then I don't know if I had a factor in it, but they also changed the TV partners in like oh seven, oh six, somewhere yeah. around there. Like there was a lot of change, and it was a lot of bad change, and you can't put all that on one movie. That's like is Cars one that came out at the same time. Is that the problem too? Yeah, it's just like they put eyes on the cars. Like, I I just don't get it. I don't like, know. I feel like people they know what the problem with NASCAR is. is they'll do anything mm-hmm. to not talk about it. Right. Um, I don't know. It just seems like you're there. People are just avoiding the problem. And I I've seen there's some people that have said this that I know don't think that is the only problem, but it's just like. I don't think there's any correlation, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And it's, it's like, yeah. you, you can't make this whole assumption that this is what the general public believes because one football coach said it. That's either. true. That's very true. Because this football coach doesn't watch NASCAR. I remember when he said it now on the broadcast and I thought nothing of it. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. funny. That's yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> that's it? That did, I, it <laughs> left yep. my brain after that. Yep. Well, anything else about NASCAR? We talked about NASCAR for too long. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, I, it wasn't even about the race. I don't even. I honestly don't remember what happened. I don't. So. I don't remember the race. Kyle Larson won. Just, cool. Yeah. I don't yep. give a fuck, unfortunately. So that's great. Okay. That's the state of my well, NASCAR fandom. Before we talk, before we talk about Formula One, um, we have more LGBT drivers to highlight of past and today. Um, Zach, have you ever heard of Hurley Haywood? No, I like his name. So he is a victorious gay sports car driver. He raced in IMSA. He raced in IndyCar. I love that title. Um, A gay sports car driver. (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me. Victorious. He's victorious. Yeah, Victoria Justice herself. (laughs) He won the Rolex 24 five times Mm -hmm. in 73, 75, 77, 79, 91. 91, damn. Then he won Le Mans. Three times. In what class? Was it like the prototype class? I don't know. He won in class, though. I could have done more research, but I already had a lot of stuff done. No, you're good. I'll. I'll Um, He won Le Mans 77, 83, and 94. So, like, once a decade. That's really cool. Um, Then he won Sebring twice in 73 and 81. So, he's like, he's won the Triple Crown of endurance racing. That's the Triple Crown right there. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. He raced the Indy 500 in 1980. Um, he didn't win, obviously, but uh, he did compete in the biggest race. Um, but then he came out as gay after his racing career concluded. Um, and there is apparently, someone told me this on Twitter, that there is like a documentary about him on Amazon 
Um, so yeah, if you want to check that out, I want to check that out myself. I haven't yeah, had time he, to. He but... mainly did a lot of the GT racing, but his mm. apparently his last. Wait a minute, what? He got third. His last um was this Rolex. His last Rolex was mm -hmm. um 2012. He finished third. Oh I wow. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I had never heard of him before until I started doing research for this month. Um, that's really cool that someone has won this much and they are, you know, a gay driver. That's that's really cool. Yeah, and he finished uh what what's it called? Um he finished third in 2009 in the Daytona prototype class. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. So he's How old was he? Oh my god. Wait. He must have been pretty old as he as he was winning the Rolex in the 70s. Is he still alive? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still around. Holy shit. Yeah, he's 73. Yeah. Hey. Good for him. Let's get him on the podcast. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, seriously, like <laughs> Yeah. Like if if anyone knows how to contact Hurley Haywood or I'll We're look into it after, we'll do it. Dude, um, that was a girl. Yeah, Anyways. really cool, right? Um, and then Charlie Martin, we've talked about her before. She's a trans endurance racer in the United Kingdom. Um, she was the first trans woman to race the 24 hours of Nürburgring and finish fourth in class, which is really cool. Gee. She wants to become the first... Well, she, that isn't her goal, but she wants to race in the 24-hour Le Mans. But if she mm -hmm. does, she would become the first trans woman to do right. it. Um, but in 20, this year, 2021, she's racing in the Bread Car Championship Series. I had never heard of the series before until I was doing research on her. But Oh, uh, is that that? that um, that's not that one popular... What's it? I'm, Am I thinking of... Um, never mind. I'm not, I'm not sure. But that is what she's doing this year. And she has a YouTube channel, which I would recommend you go check it out. Uh, it's Go Charlie. It shows her time at the track. It's very, if you've watched Joseph Newgarden's, I gotta, I gotta get a Joseph mention. If you watch Joseph Newgarden's YouTube channel, it's very similar to that kind of stuff. Mark your bingo um, sheets. <laughs> Joseph Newgarden mention. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Charlie has a YouTube channel and it gives you like a behind the scenes look of what she does on the track. She has some like onboard cameras and it's crazy. Some of the stuff she does. Mm -hmm. um yeah it's really cool yeah i heard um, about her last year from i want to say twitter because i think yeah there's a few like accounts that are like like organizations that are focused on like racing pride um mm -hmm. i think they highlighted her yeah she's partnered with multiple of those organizations um but yeah That's so i awesome. would highly recommend checking her out if you are into like if you want something to watch, like her videos, I watched a handful of them. They're really cool. She's so dope. Yeah. Well, Zach, are you ready to talk about Formula One? I because... think, because I woke up at lap 25. <laughs> but what I don't think I missed this was. Yeah, so... <laughs> it was very, what, how do I say? Um, NASCAR? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like kind of in the best way possible, though. Well, not yes. the best way possible. Well, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, um, yeah. So Max Verstappen dominated the race. I'm like, well, he's got this race one. Uh, with like what three, four to go, he had a he lost a tire, which was a second time someone lost yeah, a tire. Lost a Stroll away, lost one too, which is so that there's something fishy there because you don't just Lance blow a Stroll tire. lost one in the same spot, I think, or somewhere. Yeah. Else. 
I think yeah. Firestone tried saying not who Firestone Pirelli. Pirelli. I was like, <laughs> Pirelli. I think they tried saying that there was debris on the like th- there was cuts mm-hmm. in the tire. I mean, it makes but it happened sense. twice. It happened twice in the same. Race. It might have been the same part of the track. I don't know. I mm-hmm. it just because it didn't make sense for tires to blow out when there's not much right. load going on them, especially for Stappens. He was going completely straight. And his tire just right. blew out. That doesn't make sense. I mean, I guess it can happen, but normally tires blow out when loads being put into them. Right. But um, so what happened from there? Um, F1 red flagged the race, and they had a three lap shootout. Is it is this NASCAR style? Um, what did you think of? Uh, was it three or two laps? Because I thought I think it, was, it was. It was either two or three. I think it was actually two. And I was just so, like, it was a green light checker, basically. And I was just but, like, uh, what did you think of this? I had many conflicting opinions on it because I was like, okay, do we really need to stop the race? Because mm-hmm. I think red flags only need to happen when it's not safe for the cars to go by the cleanup at safety car speed, mm-hmm. and or. Um, this is more in the case of like I feel like NASCAR and IndyCar because they can have like some big wrecks sometimes, mm-hmm. like an oval racing. If cleanup is going to take thirty minutes, you might as well stop the race because there's no right. point circling around for thirty minutes, right. um, which NASCAR will do at Road America soon. Um, <laughs> that was great. Good. That was a good one. <laughs> that was good. Um, I. I think they stopped the race because they're like, okay, obviously something might be wrong with these tires. So we're mm-hmm. just going to bring it in. We're going to deep clean the, tr- or I think they made sure they got up all debris that was there. I think that seems to be did. the case. Yeah. And they gave the teams an opportunity to change tires because red flags for F1, they can change tires and literally do whatever they mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. So with that considered, I was like, okay, yeah. It's just kind of weird that it's with two to go because they could have easily right. been like, okay, race is over. Fuck this shit. Right, um, right. But honestly, I'm kind like, I understand why they didn't. And I don't think I would have done the same thing either if I was in control right. of that race because I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. we got to finish the thing the right way, I guess. Right. It's mm-hmm. just unfortunate that we only had three laps left or two laps left. So, right. It seems had- like it was just a coincidence that there were just two three laps left yeah i mean if a caution so. comes out with like six to go and we get back going with two to go okay obviously yeah let's do it like it's not like right right it, i mean it's, it's still like not this not the same as nascar where it's like if that happened with two to go then yeah the race right. would have been over mm-hmm. um it's just weird i, I so just... when this started happening i had very bad taste in my mouth about it because i was like "Ooh, this is kind of manufactured and kind of nascar e because also Um, when they do complete restarts they do they start them off the grid again they're double file that was a double mm -hmm. file open wheel car green white checker that is not good i'm just saying that's just not good we don't need to do all that Mm -hmm. yeah so when they first did that i was like i don't i don't know about this but um, reading more about it, and it just seemed like it was a coincidence. I was like, okay, I'll give you this one. I'll give him um, this one. And, and the drivers afterward kind of said, okay, let's get some, cons- if we're consistent, it's fine. I don't remember who exactly said that. Um, yeah. It just Because I guess it's a similar situation happened. It was and they Lance? Just let it run out the yellow. Hmm? 
you you mean like the similar situation that happened with Lance crashing? Right, and then like at the end of the race too. Yeah, like if a incident like this. That's what happened. I was saying because I'm like, okay, why did Lance's yeah. crash bring out a yellow, and this has to bring out a red? Right. You know, but circumstantially, I understand why. Definitely, it's just really weird. So then, so championship implications here. Oh my God. So Verstappen, all of a sudden, who is the point leader for the first time in his career, uh, will get no points. And Hamilton right. and Mercedes having a pretty bad weekend. They're going to overtake again. It's gonna, right. Like Hamilton's the luckiest man in the world. He's right? got to just close out this race. That's all he's yep. got to do. He might be in Close. a position to win. Yep. But um, someone did not tell his brakes that Memorial Day was last <laughs> weekend because they were having a cookout on his brake rotor. Oh, my God. I'd never seen brakes smoke that much. I That was, was a lot. It's like they're getting ready for the restart, and Lewis is over here, like, vaping, straight vaping. And I'm just like, yep. okay, this, is, <laughs> this isn't going to work out. And then he hmm. goes straight into the Baku parking lot. It's mm-hmm. literally a parking lot, too, I think. So, the runoff area. Mm-hmm. So. So, none of them then, neither Hamilton or Verstappen got points. That, that is crazy. It's... Because at one point, we thought Verstappen's going to extend his point lead. Then, oh my god, he's going to get no points. And now, neither of them get points. They're on the same page as they were... At the last race. Yeah, this race basically, like, they both got lucky that the other person had problems. Yes. But like, also, it, Lewis was wow. in the position. I don't, I guess his brakes really just weren't working at all. Because it seemed like it. At first, I was like, Lewis, Lewis, you should have chilled. Like, mm-hmm. in hindsight, you know, third place would have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. But that's hindsight. And I guess his brakes really weren't working. And, you know, this is also huge for the Constructors' Championship because Perez ultimately does go on to win the race. He was the second-best car all day. Mm-hmm. Red Bull. Because um, fucking Botas was... Botas was, like, 15th or something at the end. I think that's the worst I've ever seen him race. And then maybe it was 14th. I think he was ahead of the Haases still. But then Hamilton got, oh, like, 17th great. or so. I'm glad he's in front of the Haases. <laughs> yeah, I bet that was hard. Jesus. Um <laughs> God, Nikita Mazepin really giving Valtteri Bottas a run for his money. Oh my Brooke, God. I'm so sorry for listening to this. <laughs> I don't even hate Valtteri. I just love making fun of him. But I make fun of everybody. But yeah, the constructors. I make fun of Lewis. He's out here on Instagram like, you know what? This is uh, just an example of, you know, we just got to move forward with blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. Man lives on Instagram. Not lives on Instagram, but you know what I mean. The uh, so the constructor standings. Perez <laughs> was the only one of Mercedes or Red Bull to get points. So Red Bull's constructor championship does expand, which is huge. Mercedes got zero. Um, I feel like if yeah. Bottas would have had a better day, they could have you know stayed within striking distance. Yeah. But now it's like, are they gonna be able to in that regard? I think this is gonna be shifting all season, but this is still really incredible to watch yeah and lewis that he ended like a he ended a streak of like finishing in the points like mm-hmm. he had a streak since like i want to say 2019 or 2018 it was something like that it was like a long time ago because i remember he almost broke the streak at germany 2019 he almost broke it but then he's mm-hmm. you know got his way into 10th 
which that's insane. He, I mean, Lewis Hamilton is that bitch. Just he really not is this past one. weekend. He was not that right. bitch. He was that bitch that went off in the turn one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I, I think I'm the funniest person. So our boy Pierre got a podium. Man, I'm so that. happy for him. He Me really too. is, I think, my favorite F1 driver because I get kind of tired of Charles. Well, how about that race between Pierre and Charles, though? At the yeah. in that last, I'm so there. proud of Pierre. He really did a good job holding him off. I was so impressed. In fact, Alpha Tori had like double points, one podium, double points, because Yuki, Yuki has really been turning up the wick. He got seventh today. He was running good all day. I'm pretty sure. Um, proud mm-hmm. of him. Love him. I love Alpha Tori for no reason, even though they changed the branding from Tori. Right. Oh, I'm still mad about it. It's okay. I'm over it. Um, Are you though? No, because my keychain still <laughs> says Toro Rosso. Motherfuckers. Any- um, <laughs> so let's talk about another team that changed branding. Aston Martin. Sebi. Um, Sebi. Sebastian Vettel got a podium. <laughs> I'm so happy from Twitter. Me too. F1 Twitter loves Sebastian, they or maybe do. just the part of F1 Twitter I follow. Uh, they same. love Sebastian <laughs> Vettel. I think because like a lot of them are like. Um, it's like Jimmy Johnson. A lot of them are te- were, are like teenagers now or like young adults. So like they grew up mm-hmm. with F1, Sebastian Vettel being that dude that was winning a lot. So right, I think that's right. why they like him a lot now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Man. good job for him. He ran a really good race too. This was the kind of run I expected from Seb more often when he was switching because yeah. he's basically driving the car Perez drove last year. Yeah, he just got unlucky I, that racing point. Yeah fell off because of rule changes <laughs> right but i'm so happy for him i i don't know like i started watching like occasionally when he was dominating too then i fell off of it um seeing him run well always makes me happy and yeah like, he's I, I really like him he's like the i feel like he's basically the dale jr of f1 or whoever who's popular in indycar like tony canon yeah to, to like TK, he's like TK or Elio. Elio, yeah. he's like Elio when Elio won the 500. Like, mm-hmm. totally. you know, if Sebastian Vettel just like whipped out a win at like, say, mm-hmm. I don't know, somewhere, literally anywhere, because F1 races are a big deal. If he mm-hmm. just whips out one win this year, oh my God, it's going to be scenes. Totally. And you know, uh, when Hamilton missed the first corner because of his brakes, he almost hit, he almost took Perez with him. That would have been that would insane. Have, that would have put Vettel in first. Could you imagine? Oh, <laughs> David Croft would not have a voice. Oh, oh, my gosh. And by the way, the the banter with all the IndyCar drivers on Twitter during this whole the shootout and then the tire situation I noticed was very that. funny. I noticed Alex that. Below tweeted, like, Alex Below tweeted, uh, if you, whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. You know, Firestone's, like, saying. That was really funny. Um, yeah, get Rossi on Twitter. It was really funny. All Rossi Scott, had a lot to say. <laughs> I remember Scott McLaughlin made a prediction for the shootout, something very, very, very specific and very funny. I don't know. I just I love IndyCar. I, I had to look back that, at their tweets because but... <laughs> I, I, I remember them tweeting stuff, but I don't remember what they said, right? And then you get like Ericsson and Grosjean, who are you know the former F1 drivers, and they're given their like analysis while the IndyCar drivers, like, lol. They're going to wreck <laughs> something like that. It was just funny. Who said, was it Pierre that said the Americans took over in regards to. I, yeah, I think so. That's my boy, man. That. That's my boy. 
Because apparently Liberty Media, which owns F1, is an American company. Oh, is it? I didn't know. I, that. I get. I, I don't see I don't know how that really works because like okay F1 right. is a British thing but then it's owned by like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like how does I'm not right. I'm not very smart so I'm just gonna leave that to the adults yeah it's an American mass media company blah 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 um hmm. it has three divisions reflecting the company's ownership ownership in one Formula One Sirius XM and the Atlanta Braves wow that's so weird Sirius XM that's crazy. I had no idea. Their stocks are going up. Um, anything <laughs> else about any of the racing we had this weekend? I wish I got up in time for the F1 race. I was depressed over the weekend. That's why I didn't worry about it. Because I was like, I was just like, okay, anyways. Um, right. But I'm glad I woke up at like lap 25 at least. Um, yeah. You would have missed a really good race. Or if I tried to record it. It's like every time I try to record an oh, F1 right. race, yeah, yeah. there's a red flag. <laughs> So yep. I just stopped. I there's more red flags in F1 races than NASCAR races. Interesting. It's the Americans. <laughs> I swear, it is the Americans <laughs> that double file, literally restart shootout style. Mm-hmm. Like they literally restart the race, not like from the beginning, but like they put them in the grid mm-hmm. again. And that's so funny <laughs> to me. Gosh, Zach, are you ready to make our picks for Fuck this weekend? No. I didn't need no. Them. Well, we're going to Texas. <laughs> For yeah, the all-star so, race are you even gonna watch the all-star race i mean i have to because i'll get fomo if i don't oh i mean i really don't want to i'll have nothing else to do sunday night besides true literally anything else but i'm bored at home so right gosh um I don't know what the format is go ask bob pocris i literally go ask bob- i actually do not know <laughs> he probably has it copied and pasted already or something. I just know so. there's when you have to when you need a whole page of Google Docs to explain yeah. your format. <laughs> I don't think see, here's the thing. It's like what the all-star race was like 10 years mm-hmm. ago is what normal races are now with stages. So right. now you have to make the all-star race batshit fucking insane. Yeah. And also, it's just oh, like man. the all-star race was just about winning. Well, now the championship format is just about winning. Yep. So, and by the way, these are all these drivers for the most part are all millionaires already anyway. So, like a million dollars is like it means fucking nothing. Make it ten million. Do something. I wish the fuck they would make it ten million. Go broke. Maybe go put a billion. Texas at a billion. Put. Te- <laughs> Put Texas out of business, please. And Eddie Gossage said that they're going to do yeah. something that they've never done before mm-hmm. after the All-Star race. And I'm, mm-hmm. everyone was just like, demolish the track. Demolish it. I would laugh if they took a fucking big wrecking ball into turn number one. That'd be so funny. That'd be, I would love it. <laughs> and then like, um, or do it in the middle of the race. So it's like Mario Kart Grumble Volcano. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. <laughs> Oh, that'd be funny. Just add obstacles every stage. Yeah. Banana that's gonna P- be that's the all-star that, race we need. Banana that's gonna P- be normal racing here in a couple of years. Just have just have the NASCAR races on and then Mario you'll have, Kart. Then you'll have Boyer in the booth going, Oh look out, boys, there's a banana peel in turn two. Oh, they hit it. So mm-hmm. can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> um so all-star race. Um Texas. Yay. Um who you got? PJ won. Who? Do, what? Huh? Oh, I said. Who you got? Are do you, you have a pick in mind? I'm ready. 
Yeah. One, two, three. Kyle, Kyle Larson. Larson. Okay, anyways, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> like, okay, honestly, I have an idea now, though. I got an okay. idea. No, okay. I don't want to pick him, actually. God damn it. Who else is a NASCAR driver? <laughs> That's a question. Wait, actually, let's, let's, let's think of a little smarter. Who has won the All-Star Race the past few years? Like, we had the defending champ. The, the champion, Chase Elliott, mm-hmm. then Kyle Larson won it out of nowhere. Because, like, sometimes right. the person that wins the all-star race kind of just does it out of nowhere. Right. Um, Kyle Larson remember did when, Remember when Jamie McMurray won it? 2014? That was so fucking random. That was weird. That, that, I think that's his last yeah. NASCAR win, really. Which is weird. Yeah. Did he win Talladega after that? He Doesn't won matter. before... T- he won Talladega um, before... Okay. Yeah, he won the All Star race that year and didn't even make the playoffs because he didn't win a national yeah. race. Yeah, that was weird. I know. And wow. then like 2015, it was Logano, and then 2016, it was Hamlin. Oh, I might have gotten that mixed up. I got Edwards up. won at some point. Too. 2011. So it's like yeah, Kyle hmm. Busch won. Like there's a few years where it was just like the guys that were good were winning the race. I'm pretty right. sure. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah, Harvick won 2018. So it's just like yeah, who the fuck do I pick? And it's at Texas. They're going to have less horsepower. Even less. Uh. <laughs> even less horsepower. Um, okay. Yeah. I think I know so, who it's going to be. I'm trying to get it in my mind. I have a pick ready. This is such a bad idea, but I'm going to go with it. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Alex? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Dennis. Kyle Busch. I almost picked Kyle Busch. Okay. I was I thinking... Think, I, I picked Kyle because he won at Kansas. That was my I, only. I picked Denny off the um, idea that it's going to be kind, like not out of nowhere, but it's going to be someone that mm-hmm. hasn't won an actual race yet. So you're saying he's going to win the All Star, but not a regular race? Not like, well, here's the thing it could be like Kyle Larson in 2019 where he doesn't win until the playoffs. Because okay. at this point, with all the road courses that are coming mm-hmm. up and then the Daytona race at the right. end. I think Denny could be in for a rough summer. Um, and honestly, he might not be a championship factor at this point. So I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I go that far. But. Yeah, I don't I'm not saying I'm going that far, but I would it wouldn't surprise okay. me. It could be it could go that direction. Cause like if he okay. falls off in the summer and they don't get the speed back, especially if like mm-hmm. I mean JGR, they seem fine at the moment, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean he ran good um, at Sonoma, but next question. How does Jesse Awuji win the fan vote? Wait, <laughs> because Jesse Awuji wins the fan vote all the time now. I know, apparently, but he's not actually entered, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. Okay, because like he will, he'll find a way. Who is gonna win the fan vote? Is Bubba? Yeah, in? Bubba yeah, is Bubba. not locked in. So he'll I would probably win it. Well, my assumption is he gonna win it. Who's even not in it? There's Matt D. Not let me look at the damn. So Austin Cedric has not. Uh, Austin Cedric's entered, but he's he not. He should in not the be race. fucking be. He shouldn't be here. He shouldn't be here. Um, I don't think he'll win the fan vote, but that'd be cool. It's I could probably... see him maybe winning a stage. So Tyler Reddick's not in. Wow. I'm thinking the fan vote maybe Daniel Suarez. No, I think Bubba's gonna get before Suarez. You think Unless so? Bubba pull I don't I don't know if Bubba's gonna pull out a that will be no Bubba's won a stage before in petty yeah. equipment. Okay, he can no but Bubba can do it. I don't know why I said mm-hmm. Poor fucking Eric Amarola is in the showdown, man. (laughs) 
or the one the open. God, yeah, whatever they call it these days. Poor. I don't think Almarola makes it. Um, Jackson is in tears, man. Jackson voting every day to get Eric Almarola in. <laughs> Poor um, Jackson, man. I, I could see Cedric winning one of the stages to get in. If it's not um, Bubba, Reddick fan vote. Do in. I could see Zabetadetto getting the fan vote. He seems oh, like he's true. popular. Bitches, yeah. Reddit. Think about Reddit. You know, Timmy Hill would be kind of funny. I don't think he. I don't think their Reddit's doing like a campaign for anyone. But Timmy Hill's who they should have done after the whole debacle with the whole eye racing thing a few oh, months ago. Oh, T. Yeah, T. But I don't think Reddit's specifically doing anyone. So probably How Bubba or Suarez. There's only 20? 20 something. Okay, anyways. Um, but yeah. I guess we'll move on to IndyCar. I also did not know Cody Ware looked like that. You BJ didn't? McLeod look. What is with his eyebrows? What's going on, BJ? What the girl? <laughs> I'm sorry, BJ. I'm sorry. He's gonna beat me up now. He probably I got, could. I got mad He's respect for him. He could literally look at me and I'd fucking collapse. <laughs> <laughs> um. So IndyCar's back. Thank God. Thank um, fucking God. Oh so we have goodness. the duel in Detroit. We, we have, have two header. races. We have two races. Oh, praise Jesus! Praise Jesus, Lord. And... You wouldn't. You wouldn't know if you looked at IndyCar social media. But anyway, um... you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. The next race for IndyCar, according to IndyCar social media, is the next Indianapolis 500. Yeah, pretty much. Or actually, no, it's going to be uh... the Indy GP race the weekend of NASCAR because NASCAR on NBC will mention it. And then, I just bought tickets for that, actually. So you're fucking kidding? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Oh my god, you're going to Indy, bro! Mm-hmm. Let's go. Remember what Shannon said a few weeks ago? I, I didn't forget. <laughs> I I remember. I'm so joking, it's on the same weekend joking. as NASCAR, right? <clears throat> yeah. So are you going NASCAR to the NASCAR races? Mm-hmm. Dude, yep. I'm so excited for you. Oh Thank my god, you. you get to see Indy yeah. car racing and NASCAR road racing. That's gonna be good. Yeah, no, I'm excited. That's so exciting. Okay, so, back to picks. Detroit. Um, I should have been more prepared for this. <laughs> I'm, I literally kind of forgot about picks because I was kind of excited to talk about NASCAR and to talk to mm-hmm. Dylan. Yeah. Where the fuck is the standings? I just pulled the... Oh. I just look at the standings at this point because I'm like, okay, who's good this season? <laughs> there's so many it's like not that i'm not paying attention it's more just like there's so many good drivers right i mean i could and we're gonna pick um we're gonna pick one for each race yeah okay like we did texas okay Mm -hmm. all right okay damn i know we're gonna have the same pick for one of them i already know all right so i have a pick for the first one i got my pick for the first one too you ready okay yep Three, two, one. Alex Pelot. Marcus Erickson. <laughs> what? Be a, <laughs> what? Like, you, that was for Alex. This is free. This is Listen. a free win, man. Marcus Erickson finished second in this race to Scott Dixon in this in race two last year, and he's also in Ganassi equipment. I think he could. He's been pretty underrated this year. I think he could pull something off. Guess I mean. <laughs> Listen, I knew you were probably gonna pick Polo or Dixon, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change it up a bit. I'm I'm adding our points because I just remembered I um. Oh yeah, I didn't add them. Sorry. No, but, you're um... good. 
I'm just running 15 to 9, Zach. Like, I'm the leader. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then let me check IndyCar. Um, yeah, because I picked Kyle Larson last week because I was like, who the fuck else am I going to pick? And then he won. So I was like, <laughs> that's great. And then IndyCar. Um, let's see. Who finished better? Wasn't it Ed? Didn't, didn't Ed finish better in the 500? Indy yeah. 500 results. Let me make sure. Yeah. Not saying Sorry, I don't I'm trust look, you. I'm looking up the uh, IndyCar results for race one. From um, like 2019? Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. So Joseph Newgarden and Scott Dixon were the winners of Detroit last time. I remember that. Can Which I, makes sense. Can this load? I, I looked up the results for the Indy 500 and I went to the website and they literally said like, not like I said nothing, and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Well, I can we can figure that out after. Okay, yeah, but, Ed uh, Carpenter won. Sorry, I was just so race two at Detroit. Uh, race one, you have Polo, I have Erickson. Race two, are we sticking with Ganassi? Do you think? I guess we'll just have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you <laughs> shit, Alex. You want? Are you ready? Let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. ready. All right, three, two, one, Joseph. Alex Polo. Okay. That's See, fair. I was going to pick Polo at some point. I, I'm glad I I almost did Joseph and then Polo. That's the thing. I'm glad mm -hmm. I did Polo first. Because Joseph, he always wins the second race of doubleheaders. Haven't you noticed? So That is true. That's Iowa why, and Gateway last year. Yeah, I think Tim Tim has a secret where he's like, <laughs> okay, we are going to do better today, and then they win. So mm. I, I just did the thing. Did you see what I just did in the doc? What did you do? Look. Look closer. Look. I wrote number one instead of number two for Jason. Oh, you wrote number one. I thought you were like New Gaiden or something. No. <laughs> I can't believe okay. I wrote that. <laughs> God, I'm, okay. living, I'm living in 2020, unfortunately. But yeah, those are our picks. That's it. Um, you have Polo and New Garden. I have Erickson and Polo. Yeah. And um, our all-star picks count for points, by the way. Yeah, yes. Um, I'm not picking my faves anymore for races because whenever I do, they just don't run well so it's been working well for me so it has been working well for you <laughs> oh my gosh before we go zach i do want to say i want to give you a moment to talk about harrison burton and denny hamlin oh fuck no i <laughs> these men i saw them yesterday in that commercial mm -hmm. you need to go yep. watch it they are so fucking cute last night i was having a moment and it wasn't even being down bad See, Alex, you said I was down bad, and like, I would say I was, I was more, teasing. I was more like, um, unoptimally, unoptimally lowered, I would say, mm -hmm. and like, I, it's just something about them, it's mm -hmm. like, I was so, I don't want to say thirsty, because it's really not physical thirst, it's just like, I see Denny Hamlin, and I'm like, that is mine, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, mm -hmm. that's mine right there. And that's Denny Hamlin. If I even try to to try to transfer my thoughts about Harrison Burton to Twitter, I honestly do not think Twitter can handle it. I don't even think, I kind of just, I had to talk about Denny because I could not afford to talk about Harrison. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, though. I love those two. Anytime I think I do not like NASCAR, I see Harrison Burton and Denny Hamlin. I'm like, I'm like, I start barking. Mm -hmm. I just start barking. 
Oh my god. It's like I'm literally running out of my house into the street. So I I told you last night that I'm PPG and you're I'm offer pad. I'm offer pad. Yep. By the way, I seriously, (laughs) this is a meta moment. I, if there's going to be Monster Mm -hmm. Energy Girls, I actually really do want Monster Energy Boys. And that should be a thing with everything. Like, like there shouldn't be show girls. There should be show people. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyways. You you can even put boys in skirts if you want. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Well, actually, no, I want Any, that's I got y'all don't want to see what's in my mind right now. It's nasty. Listeners are like, this guy's fucking gay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Should we finish up before (laughs) you reveal what's on your mind? No, no, we should yeah, we should finish up. Um I mean, I mean, I guess being gay is the point of the show, but damn. No, but Harrison Burton, though, oh my god, I love him. Mm-hmm. And I've never never He's seen great. a man like that. Ugh, anyways, we gotta leave. We got The FBI is gonna come to my door any minute. Um, <laughs> Alright, but thank you guys. Thank you again to yeah, Dylan. Yeah, thank you, Ted. Yep. Yeah, um, thank you to Dylan. go follow him. Now. Follow him. Follow Dylan and follow us too. But I imagine y'all already yeah. following him. So. so, yeah. So follow us at New Gaiden at Dreamy Zach Twenty Eight and the podcast at Gay Racing Pod. I almost said Dreamy Zach again, like last. <laughs> Dreamy Zach. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all. Um. Yep. Have fun watching the races. I guess. Try and have fun. Don't fall asleep. Watch. Watch IndyCar Detroit though. You'll yeah. have fun. Saturday and Sunday. Man, spoiled. All right, y'all. Take care. Happy Pride Month. Be mm-hmm. safe. Stay stay hydrated. It's hot. It's really hot. Um, goodbye. <laughs>